Trump is out. This is unreal reality. to unreal reality this is wink what's going on how you doing this is january 14th 2021 happy new year because you did not hear from me since before the new year so uh yeah i hope everybody's holiday was great had a good new year um a lot of bullshit happening um let's get to it <sighs> let's see we had some chaos chaos going down at the Capitol building on the 6th of January, uh, Wednesday, and we had a protest. Yes, people, it was a protest. Um, did it turn into chaos and violence? Yes, it did. Just like most protests do. Excuse me, I'm drinking my coffee. Just like most protests do. They do turn pretty shitty pretty quickly. There's always somebody who wants to start shit during your protest you can have a peaceful protest and walk down the street and your protest might be for sunflowers and butterflies and rainbows and there can be one asshole out of your 20,000 people that are protesting with you walking down the street who decides to chuck a brick through a window or something of that nature which causes chaos destruction and turns a peaceful protest into an unpeaceful protest well yeah that is exactly what happened on Wednesday um yeah it was planned. Donald Trump did have a speech that he was going to bring out on the 6th of January. And he called for his people to come down and listen to his speech and protest and march around. In his hour and a half long speech, and I did listen to the whole thing, I did not hear anything directly stating that anybody should go down to the Capitol building, break in and destroy anything, or punch, pillar, hurt, you know, all the above where an unpeaceful protest comes from. Um, he did state, let's march down to the Capitol building and let's protest and let's, and let's speak out for the, uh, you know, for the politicians that are down there who are possibly on their side. What happened after that? These protesters decided to break into the Capitol building. Yes, people were hurt. Yes, people were killed. Um, do I condone any of this? Absolutely, 100% not. But then again, I do not condone any protest that end in violence. I do absolutely 100% back any protest. Because a protest is a part of your First Amendment right to gather and to speak out for what you believe. Um, anyone who is passionate enough to go out and say, this is this is what I believe in, and I think things were wrong, things should be changed, so on and so forth, and you raise signs, you're yelling a bullhorn, no, this is not right, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I mean, people spit in the faces of other people, so on and so forth with it, but that is part of protesting. Um, when a protest gets violent and starts to destroy private or even public property, that is where I say no. Enough's enough. 
Um, but let's face it. Even your own people, Democrats, don't take offense to this, but your left wing, Chris Cuomo from CNN, even stated, when, since when does it say a protest has to be peaceful? <laughs> it never did say that. He's right. It doesn't say a, a protest needs to be peaceful. What happened at the, the, the Capitol building is totally a disgrace. What happened all summer long with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all that shit is also a total disgrace. So let's not get anything complicatedly wrong here. Nothing is good when it comes out to any kind of violence during a protest. So when you have these different platforms, whether it's Black Lives Matter, Antifa, Proud Boys, white supremacy, so on and so forth, they they don't add up to anything good. Um, once they get involved in the protest, forget about it. You know the protest is going to turn into some sort of violence. So they march down to the building. They break in. And let's face the facts, people. Not everybody down there was a Trump supporter. Come on. You know as well as I know, Antifa was there. Okay? Now, of course, the pictures they're posting of the guy with the horns on his head and so on and so forth. Those guys were not Antifa, according to your mainstream media. People will argue that fight till they're blue in the face. They'll say they're part of the QAnon party, so on and so forth. But I tend to disagree. I've seen things on Antifa's websites and so on and so forth with these two guys in them. And I'm going to call bullshit on that. But yes, let's face the facts. Antifa was there. They were there. They do cause chaos. That's their whole, that's the whole idea of it. Yes, Joe Biden, Antifa's an idea. Yeah, they are an idea. They're the idea of getting involved, causing destruction, and backing away and letting the followers who are simple-minded follow along with them and destruct and destroy. Then they just back up and they, they twiddle their thumbs. Kind of like um, in the movie, Stephen King's movie, Needful Things. If anybody hasn't seen it, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a, a spoiler, um, but in the movie, you have a man who owns a gift shop, a antique store somewhat, however you want to look at it, and he comes in and he's an old man, and he has everything in that store that everybody in that town wants. There's something in there for everyone. It's needful things. So, he... Each person throughout the town comes walking into this new store and they, they, they end up seeing something they had from their childhood or something they really liked and they want that. And there's a story behind everything that they had that's in there. So this man who owns the store, he steps back and he says, yeah, we can talk about this. I'll sell this to you. How much you got in your pocket? And they'll pull out the money and he'll count through the money and go, yeah, you know, it looks about right. We got maybe some, but you know what? It's not all here, but we don't need money. You'll pay me this money, and then you'll do me a favor. And what he does is he has these people do something hateful to somebody else in town. So, excuse me again. So he has these people do something hateful or mean to somebody else in town. And then the next person comes in, and he has that person do something hateful to somebody else in town, and so on and so forth. And all of a sudden destruction starts to happen people start to hurt each other kill each other destroy each other's property so on and so forth and he sits back and he just twiddles his thumbs 
Hmm. And he and he admires the chaos he has caused, the destruction, the chaos, so on and so forth. This man happens to be the devil in the movie. Um. So hate to be a spoiler alert, but great movie. Watch it. But what I'm getting at is Antifa is kind of that person, that owner of the store. They go down. They act like they're your friend, on your side. They're for your cause. They're there to help you when really they have their little plan that they'll walk with you. They'll chant, yeah, Trump, Trump, Trump. And then they'll say, let's go down to the Capitol. Let's go. Let's get in that Capitol. Let's tell them what we think right to their goddamn faces. Let's do it. And they bash through doors, bash through things. My whole question is this. Why, if they knew that Trump was holding this rally, okay, and going to have a protest out there, and you know how Trump people are, yes, a lot of them are gun toters, um, very patriotic American people, very passionate about their patriotism. Um, why wasn't Washington prepared for this? Why weren't they prepared for what was going to happen? That's what an, a question that has to be, you know, arise from this. Why? Why were you not prepared? So they go down, they storm in, they break into the building. A woman was shot in the throat. Um, a veteran. Uh, an Air Force veteran she was. I'm not praising her. Anyone who breaks into any kind of building, like I said, during any kind of protest is, is wrong. She she stood up trying to get through a broken glass on a door. And, of course, the woman had a backpack on her back. She was shot in the throat. Now, there was armed cops behind her, and you can see them clearly in the video, that did not shoot her. It's somebody who was inside the room of them breaking in. Now, the person in the room, I am not going to sit there and say he should be held accountable for the fact that he was protecting the Capitol building. Now, that woman possibly, and we all know, she probably didn't, 99%, but who knows? That could have been possibly a bomb in her backpack. You don't know. So why take the chance? The cop stepped back, he pulled his trigger, she was shot. It's very sad, very, very sad. And I don't, like I said, I don't condone the violence. They shouldn't have been in the building. Plain and simple. They broke the law. All right, so now getting back to Trump and his protest, watching the actual video of the speech that he gave was an hour and a half long, and I watched it. And in that speech, I did not see anything that led me to believe that he should be held completely and totally responsible for any of that that happened. Um, basically, yeah, he, he talked about the, the, the wrongdoing in the election, so on and so forth. Let's let's march down to the Capitol and let's voice our opinion. Let, not let's break into the Capitol building, but let's, let's voice our opinion and tell them what we think. People take responsibility, or should, I should say, take responsibility for their own actions. Why do we got to always constantly point a finger at somebody we don't like. Well, we know why. It's the Democrats. They just want Trump out. They don't care how. And this was the perfect situation to get him the fuck out again. And you know it was. They don't care. Orange man bad doesn't fucking matter. So Trump holds this rally, doesn't say anything in his speech that even led me to believe that he 
push them down there and push them into the door. They should be responsible for their own actions. So that's what's going on right now. They are doing, you know, uh, facial recognition. They're 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 singling out everybody who was in there and and starting to to give out you know whatever punishment comes with the crime that they committed. As for facial recognition on other people in the protest, no, uh, uh-uh. a protest is a protest, and if I go to the protest and I march myself down to the Capitol building, but don't do anything illegal, don't break into the Capitol building. I'm standing out there with a sign, and you get my facial recognition, then you decide you're going to come after me. Oh, you better come after me with your fucking guns, because let me tell you something. I didn't break the law one bit, and I was I was abiding by my First Amendment right, okay, to go down there peacefully assemble and show my support towards my cause. That's a protest. Now, the people who broke into the Capitol building with the facial recognition, they're the ones who should be singled out and punished to the extent of the law for what they did wrong, law-breaking-wise. It's sad that the woman was shot in the neck, but, but... I would have probably done the same thing as the cop. Not under not knowing that she could have been some sort of terroristic threat with the backpack on her back. Which most of us know, and we use our two cents, that she wasn't, and she wasn't going to be. But, could happen. So other people died also in it, but medical conditions after the protest was over. I'm so sorry for those losses also. Like I said, I don't condone the violence, so on and so forth. But like Chris Cuomo said, since when does a protest have to be peaceful? When you protest, you're getting out there to have your voice heard. You got signs, you got bullhorns, you got flags you're waving, and you're screaming, yelling, trying to get your point across. Now, what's the best way to get your point across? You're having your voice heard during the protest. But to get your, your, your point across, I think the best way to gain someone's attention is to destruct and destroy. And that's what they did. They ended up going in, they started destroying and destruct, and guess what? They got your attention, America, did they not? They got your attention, maybe in a negative way. Yeah, sure, they did. It was negative, but they got your attention. Plastered all over the fucking news, wasn't it? All over your mainstream media. And they'll show you little bits and pieces of Trump's speech. Just the bits and pieces they want you to see. They'll show you just the bits and pieces of the protest that they want you to see. The peaceful parts. And they'll show you just bits and pieces of the non-peaceful parts. And then they let you try to decide by what they force feed down your throat. The mainstream media. How can you make a fucking decision... Okay, people, and I'm talking about all the people on Facebook, so on and so forth, who want to post shit, he should be this, that, and taken out and thrown in jail and this and that, or eliminate it. How can you come up with your fucking answers to this by watching a three-minute segment on the fucking news from this? Why don't you sit down as an American, get the fucking whole facts, Get his speech. Listen to the whole hour and a half. Get as much fucking information from this as you can. Not just from your mainstream media. Get other sources. Go online. Do a little research. 
Get some more pictures of the protests. Get them from the right side and the left side so you can see what exactly happened. Just like anybody should do with the protests that were all summer long from Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and from all the racial inequality protests. They're the ones too, okay, they destruct and destroy, but not are all bad. Now, should the people who broke into Walmarts and stealing TVs and destroying shit or burning down businesses, burning up cop cars, so on and so forth, should they help be held responsible for their actions? Absolutely 100%. Yes, they should. They should be held for their actions, no matter how you look at it. With that said, what happened at the Capitol building? Yeah, the people inside should be held for responsible for their actions. Okay? They should. But the people who peacefully protested, no, not at all. So now you have another sort of cancel culture. <laughs> wow. Go fucking figure. Ain't that big tech? They have their fingers in everything. <clears throat> Let's face it. They don't like your ideology. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to shut you the fuck up. You're going to have no voice. So here they go. They decide we're going to... Take Trump's voice out of the picture. We, we, we ban him from Twitter. You ban him from these, these platforms. And he can no longer speak to the American people and cause chaos. He didn't cause chaos in that hour and a half speech. I hate to say it, people. He did not. Did he put it on his Twitter and stuff to gather? Yeah. But peacefully gathering is part of your First Amendment rights. When are you all going to wake the fuck up and start reading the fucking Constitution? And understanding that this country was built on that. This country was built on the Constitution of the United States. But nobody seems to want to fucking step up to the plate and actually read it. Is it that none of you can read it? Are you that fucking illiterate? I don't get it. Because you know what? I know how to read it. Sad thing is that they don't teach kids today how to read cursive writing or write cursive writing. Why? Maybe it's because they don't want your kids to know how to do it. So that way they can't read the Constitution. They can't read the Bill of Rights. And if you can't read something, your rights, what makes you think you have any fucking rights? You don't, right? Oh, you don't have no rights. How, what do you mean you have rights? You can't read them. And I don't want to hear, oh, well, they're posted all over the internet in, you know, regular handwriting or, or typed. Yeah, but what, you think that big tech can't eliminate that too? You think that they can't take that, censor you from that also? You know, think about this. You get rich elites, and I'm talking about the big tech elites who, who control everything, okay? They, they control the infrastructure of the internet. The social dilemma of the movie pretty much told you exactly how things like Facebook, Twitter, so on and so forth work and how the algorithms, they, they, they pick things you want to hear, don't want to hear, and, and they force feed shit down your throat to get you to be on there more. The more you're on there, the more you read ads, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So they do this and they can take mean shit and put it here, put it there and make it look like you're just this asshole on this side and put the, the butterflies and rainbows on other people's pages, so on and so forth and make, it look, make you look bad, make the other person look good. Exactly what they're going to do. Here's my th kicker. The best way for anything... Any tech company, any any way to make one ideology to control them, I should say, to take, whether it's the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, and I think that 
whoever party side you're on, you know where you stand when I talk about this. So Trump was deleted from Twitter. What makes you think that anybody else with the same ideology, you know, a right-wing ideology, a conservative ideology, isn't going to be also deleted from Twitter, deleted from Facebook, deleted from Instagram, and so on and so forth. So once you're eliminated from these and you have no voice anymore, how do you speak or how do you even defend yourself for you maybe being just a regular guy? Cancel culture is a real thing today, people. The Confederate flag stands for racism. So let's eliminate the Dukes of Hazard. It was a fucking TV show about moonshiners driving a fucking awesome car through the fucking, you know, back fucking sticks of Georgia to move moonshine around. Uh, they're just the good old boys. Yeah. Oh, bu a bunch of rednecks. Get it. So what? But it was a great show. It was a good show. So it had a Confederate flag on the car, and the, it, the car was called the General Lee. But awesome. It was neat. It was cool. But, oh, there's somebody out there who doesn't like it. So let's get rid of it. So cancel culture brings in. It doesn't like somebody. And cancel culture is now coming to the high upper tech industry. We don't like your ideology. We don't like what you're for. We don't like what you do, what you see, what you say. So we're just going to block you. We're just going to ban you from this. Does it seem right? No. Banishing somebody from the platform because of the way they think is not right in any way, shape, or form. A lot of people want to fight the fact is it take away your, 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 your rights because these are private platforms. I fought with a lot of people on social media over this. Um, when they say, well, what does it matter? They're private. They can, they can do that all they want. Well, you're right. They can, but does it seem right since right now we're in the middle of a pandemic COVID-19, a lot of people are locked down, stuck in their homes, so on and so forth. And this seems to be the biggest way we communicate with each other is through Instagram, Facebook, and so on, on the internet. So do you think it's right that these big tech companies that own these can just say, you're banned, you're banished, you're abolished from speaking? Because basically that's what they're doing. So in here somewhere, I think that a law needs to be passed that says, no. This is part now of your First Amendment rights because this is one of the biggest ways the American, <laughs> I'm saying the American, but the world speaks to each other through Facebook, through Instagram, through that. So this is where I think that, yeah, in this, the First Amendment should actually be a big deal in this. Your right to speak. Fact checkers, who are the fact checkers anyway? When it comes to this, when you post something or when you say something, well, that's fake news. That's not real. Let's eliminate it. Is it some blonde haired 21 year old girl standing behind a keyboard who is just Googling and taking the first story off Google and going, yeah, that's not right. That's not real. Fake news. Or is she smart and knows exactly what the fuck she's talking about when it comes down to an issue and says, I know this for a fact. Let me find it here, here, here and here. I got the facts. It's fake news. No. No, they just, it, it's their opinion. They're fact-checking you on their opinion. My opinion is this ain't real, so fact-check now. It's not right. Blocked, taken off, eliminated, banished. So they blocked out Trump from Twitter, which means that if a president of the United States can be taken off of the Internet and blocked out from these sources, Jesus Christ, none of us have a fucking leg to stand on with this. Nobody's safe. The President of the United States 
right now is big tech. Let's face the facts. Big tech is in control. They know exactly what they're doing. All right. So, again, you got Republican and Democrat. And you know who I'm, I'm going at with this when I say big tech can totally annihilate one of the sides by just making you uncomfortable. When I say uncomfortable, people are like, well, you know, what's uncomfortable? What, ta them taking me off of Facebook? Uh, so what? I've been in Facebook jail before. Now, when big tech is in control of most of the infrastructure out there of all this, they may have the ability to take you completely off the internet. Then you have no choice to have to communicate through basically talking to somebody face to face because most of our shit is controlled through routers and stuff anymore. I mean, I have a, a home line through my house that runs through the router. So if the power shuts off, the router shuts down, even the house phone doesn't work, which is sad anymore because it used to be hardwired. And when your cell phone didn't work back in the day, you know, your old cell phones with the big fucking antenna on them and it looked like a brick. When they didn't work, you picked up your house phone and you made your phone calls. But now you can't even do that. So, big tech is in control. Big tech is the, the, the president of the United States right now. They, they're in control of everything. They, can, they, they basically can see when you eat, sleep, and shit. They, and they do. <laughs> the Social Dilemma, the movie, pretty much told you that. They know when you sleep. They know when you're up. They see how often you look at your phone, how often you look at this. They see what you look at, so on and so forth. So they know exactly who you voted for just by what you post. Even if that's supposed to be such private information, they know exactly who you voted for just by the things you post. Obviously, by me talking on this podcast right now, everybody here knows who I voted for. But honestly, I'm going to say I don't trust either of the motherfuckers. I don't trust Trump, and I just don't trust Biden. I sure as hell don't trust the, the other broad, Harris. I don't trust her as far as I can throw. Out of all these people, the best fucking bet out of them all was Pence. He kept his mouth shut. He kept his eyes and his ears open. And, and he did his job. And he's still doing his job. When he says, I, will, I don't want, I'm not going to be the one to, to, to get him out of there. I'm not going to push the 25th on him. Fucking good move. Because you shouldn't do that. No, not when you were his fucking, his vice president for the last four years. Has Trump lost his mind? Yeah, he always has lost his mind. We all know that. The whole, one of the whole reasons we brought Trump in here because he was a no bullshit guy. Sure, he was a little fucked up. Sure, he didn't, you know, all his marbles weren't there. But he was a businessman. And people are like, well, he was bankrupt. Listen, man, I'll take his bankruptcy any day of the week. Give me all that fucking money he's got. Absolutely, 100%. So, you know, it leaves me. You got these peaceful protests. You got, you know, uh, you know, the comparison between the two. There is, there is no comparison when it comes to protest. A protest is a protest, regardless of what you're protesting for. If you go out there and you're going to voice your opinion on something you feel very passionate about, go right ahead and go for it. I'm 100% behind you. Awesome. Even if I don't believe in what you're protesting, I'll step back and I'll, I'll just say, you know, there's no reason for me to get involved in this because I don't believe in it or whatever. If I believe in it, I'll be like, hey, good for them. Awesome. So you should protest. That's definite. Stay passionate. Um, 
you know, so Trump had his speech, okay? And now with all this and, and them thinking that it's all Trump's fault, Trump's out, people. He's done. He was impeached for a second time, which means he can no longer run for president again in 24, 25, whatever year it'll be. I guess 2024. He can't run again. It's over for him. <laughs> it's, uh, God, it's, it's a crazy time in America when you have a president that's been impeached twice during a four-year term. And I have to say, I look at him as going down as one of the greatest presidents in the United States history. As for what he got done during his presidency with trade deals, you know, foreign relations. Uh, he started no new wars. He didn't start any no new wars. And that's a fact, people. So I don't want to hear anybody come in. Well, we're still in Afghanistan. You're right. We are still there. He said we wanted to get out of there. And he's tried. And he was denied by his own government. Was denied him getting out of these wars. Okay, people? So let's just face the facts. Just because a president comes in and you vote him in doesn't mean he's got supreme power over everything. Shit still has to go through, you know, at the House, the Senate, so on and so forth. He doesn't have the final word with everything. But yeah, he tried to get us out of the war and it just, it didn't work. Okay? The, the man didn't start any new wars. The man did had great, you know, trade agreements Instead of us giving free fucking trade to China, which we've been for fucking years, finally stepped up and said, no more. You want to trade with us. You want to, you want to sell your product here. It's going to cost you some money. Plain and simple. We already owe them people our lives. They, they rule us. This is going to be the land of China before you know it. It's, I think a lot sooner than I, a lot sooner than I, you know. I don't want it to ever happen, but I think it's going to happen a lot sooner than even I thought it would. Um, China owns pretty much everything now as it is. We're in debt to them up to our eyeballs. It's crazy. And here we got a virus that they're using for political gain and have been using for political gain. And if you don't see that, you're blind also. Oh, but COVID's real. I know it's real. But the point of the matter is you can't see that they're using it for political gain against you. Against the American people, let's shut down the economy. Let's get every fucking business, you know, small mom and pop businesses to, to, to go bankrupt, to get to lose the business, to not be able to come back out of it. Okay? Seriously, people are up in arms and they had enough with the shutdowns and the lockdowns and the fucking mask wearing. It's getting old. You want to wear a mask? Wear a fucking mask. Don't bitch at somebody if they're walking through the store. He ain't got a mask on. Well, did the mask work? Yeah, they work. Well, then what the fuck are you worried about? Who gives a fuck if he ain't got... Walk away from him. Because you're supposed to be six feet away from the person anyway, right? Yeah, so stay the fuck away. Wear your mask. Don't give a fuck about the other person. Okay? If you're so worried about it, stay the fuck home. Plain and simple. Come on, people, this is not fucking hard to realize how to work through this. You got a vaccine that came out, which, okay, the mainstream media said to everybody, you know, under Trump administration, when he said, I'll have a vaccine by the end of the year, mainstream media said 
it was impossible. It would never fucking happen. Well, I guess, wow, that impossible happened. He got a vaccine, okay, before his end of his term. Let's face it. His term ended today with the impeachment. <sighs> Come on. All right. You got a vaccine. Yet, you get vaccinated and you still got to wear your mask. Well, it's because everybody ain't vaccinated. Well, not everybody's vaccinated for the fucking flu virus, but you don't have to wear a mask and people still get the flu. It's only 30% effective, the flu virus. I don't know what the effectiveness exactly is of this this vaccination for the COVID-19, but why in the hell do you have to get two of them? Second, here's another thing, America. Why don't you question this? Why... Are people already getting two vaccinations when not even a fucking, not even 3% of the American population has been vaccinated yet? Not even 3% of the American population has gotten a vaccination yet, yet people are already getting two of them. Come on. Wake the fuck up, people. You're being fucking played. If this virus is gone by May, June, okay, you heard it here. If it's gone, you've been played. If it all of a sudden disappears like the bird flu or the Hong Kong flu in 1968-69, oh yeah, that's right, there was a pandemic then, people. How about you look up history? Because every time I hear people talk about the fucking flu, oh, well, we ain't seen nothing like this since the Spanish flu or since the Great Influenza in 1918, 100 years ago. Oh, well, that's funny, 100 years ago, 1918, 675,000 Americans died from it, Okay. People wore masks because they wanted to. They put them on themselves. They weren't forced to wear masks. They weren't shut down. They weren't locked in their homes. 675,000 people in America died. 5 million people worldwide died from the great influenza. It's still here today. 100 years later, you still get the flu. Plain and simple. And we do not have a cure for it. We only have a vaccination that is only... 30% effective. Yet, you sit here with COVID-19 and you sit there and tell me, oh, people are dying. Look how much faster you get it, so on and so forth. I wasn't feeling good the other week. Pretty sure I had either had that or I was just sick. But I got it. I got a headache real bad, threw up, shit my brains out. My girl, You know, my girlfriend got sick, had the headache, threw up, and she had the, a cough. Another person in my family got the headache throwing up in the thing. Kind of went through. Which makes me think that it's it was that was just a bug. Just ran through the family. The thing is, kids didn't get it. Her kids or my kids. Okay, so on and so forth. So in this, normally when it's a bug, everybody gets the bug. At least somewhat. But the kids didn't get it thing that gets me here was a COVID. Well, if the kids didn't get it and they say kids are kind of susceptible to not getting COVID, maybe we had COVID. If that's all I had because it lasted 24 hours, not even 24 hours. For my girlfriend, I think it lasted two days. For my other family member, I think it was two days. If that was COVID, I'll take the fucking flu any day of the week over it. Listen, I'm not saying that COVID's not real, okay, people? But I think that it's being pushed upon us to push an agenda to make us feel like we're, <clears throat> like we can't handle it. Like we'll die from it if we allow this to get so 
spiked up. Are people dying from it? Yeah. They put people on ventilators. I mean, we see it. Every day you see the news. Well, the news wants to force feed that down your throat. So if you're watching, you know, mainstream media and the left-wing mainstream media, which is most of it, there's maybe two stations that are mainstream that are right-winged. One that's maybe central. But they'll force feed it down your throat. Look at this person on the ventilator. Look at that person on the ventilator. People are dying. The hospitals are, are, are overflowing. So on and so forth. When really they're not overflowing. I'll, 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 be, uh, I'll tell you that for a fact. Because I was working in one. And didn't see any kind of big, you know, big fluctuation of more patients coming in. There was not. Okay. So I don't know what hospitals are talking about or where. But it was not out of control. Right before Christmas, the huge spike happened, if you remember, and hospitals were overwhelmed again. They're overwhelmed. So, I think it was Tuesday, I had the news on in, in my truck driving. The news comes across and says, the spikes from, you know, the recent spike, uh, uh, now it's a, th a, a third of the spike was able to, I guess, go home or whatever. It's down to a third, something like that. Out of this huge spike, a third? That, that seems awfully high for the amount of people who just all of a sudden, remac or, you know, remarkably just got better right away. Like, wow, that's that's amazing. A, a, a third of the people out of it? I mean, don't anybody question these things and say well, that's kind of like a weird percentage or, you know, it's it, it's weird. A third of the people. We got to question these things, man. We got to question why you can not eat in a restaurant, but you can eat outside, inside. And what I mean by that is why can a restaurant like the Olive Garden or something build a tent outside and you can eat in there, but you can't eat inside their, their ventilated building? The building is better ventilation. Than that tent does. I mean, unless the tents, all the doors of the tent are wide open and you're allowing in the 25 degree weather, I guess that's different, but they're not. You, you look and you see the tent doors are closed. They're keeping the heat in so the people stay warm and comfortable as they eat their fucking pasta bajoul and their, and, and, you know, the tour of Italy. That's okay, but eating inside the restaurant's not. And then they'll shut down a restaurant like they did in California. Right next to that woman's restaurant, they build a tent and they cater for the movie theater, you know, the movies. Um, I guess they were filming something. So the film crew and, 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 and all that people, then people, they got catered right next to her restaurant that they just shut down. They catered. The, the woman was up in arms and I can understand why. I can understand why. They're playing us, people. They're fucking playing us. There's no spikes. There's no this. They just want to control you. So they put out this ominous bill. They give you the ominous bill. And in this bill, they're giving you 600 bucks. They gave you $600 to shut your mouth, to keep shut about this, and to just abide by their, their rules. Follow my restrictions and my rules. Here's 600 bucks. Shut up. And there's enough stupid people out there that says, okay, uh, yeah, I'll just follow by your rules. The people that are smart, that have their own businesses, so on and so forth, 
the 600 bucks ain't going to get them anywhere. It's like, what the fuck is this? What am I going to do with 600 bucks? Go to a food store and get some food? That's about all I can do with it. Pay a bill? Come on, your bills by now are way over 600 bucks with all your late charges and shit because they didn't do anything for you with that. Yet they want you to stay shut down. They don't want you to run your business and they want to just hand you this little bit of money. And now they want to print more. Now Biden's talking about another $2,000 to the American people. Look, if you want to continue to give me money, give me money. Go ahead, I, I get it. But you're devaluing the dollar so quickly by just printing up endless amounts of money. And I know you get people like other podcasters and so so that push Bitcoin in, in, in these 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 online currencies. Um, I'm skeptical about it because I mean right now they're saying that something like Bitcoin's like thirty five thousand dollars per coin, but I'm skeptical. If they can control us by shutting us down off Twitter and stuff, what makes you think that these big tech companies can't just shut off our internet to us? So let's say I had five Bitcoins at $35,000 per Bitcoin. I have five of them. And I need to use that money. But yet, big tech sees I voted for Trump and that I'm a conservative. Even though I'm not a Republican, I'm, you know, no affiliation. I'm a central leaning right party. Um, but they see that you voted for Trump. You must be a Trumper, so on and so forth. So we're eliminating you from... The internet, completely. So you're eliminated. I can't get on and I can't even get to my, my site where my Bitcoin's at. Now my currency's gone. That's how they're going to control you, people. They want you to buy into all this currency that's online. They want to control your finances. Once they control your finances, that's where they really control you. They're trying to control your speech right now with the Twitter, with the with the banning of you even speaking over any kind of social network whatsoever. But they want to take away – they're going to take try to take away that. When they can't do that, they're going to try to take away your finances. Once they have control of your finances and you can no longer buy anything without their help, you will be sheep. You will be controlled. Plain and simple. Plain and simple because you can't live without money. You – they want to make you uncomfortable. They want to make you uncomfortable. Think about how, what they do to prisoners. Okay? It, it, whether it's in a, in, a, in a camp or in a, in a prison. Um, they take a prisoner who's unreasonable and they throw him in consolatory or whatever, in a solitary confinement. And they put him in a dark room. No light. Or... It's like 24 or 7. They might feed in a sound, uh, maybe a cricket, for the whole week that he's in there. Lights are on, wide on, and the cricket sound. Guy can't sleep. It drives them nuts. It makes them uncomfortable. How about we turn the heat all the way down and we get it cold in there? Now the guy's in there shivering. Not so cold to where he's going to die from freaking, you know, freezing, but he's just cold. He's uncut. That's what they do. They make you uncomfortable. Once you're uncomfortable, then you start to comply by what they want you to do. Okay. That's what it's coming down to people. I don't, I don't think anybody here is really understanding the consequences behind what a new world order can do. What one government can 
will do to us. It will become a socialistic country. And socialism is not good when you try to build socialism from capitalism or from not that something that wasn't socialistic to begin with. It's not good. It never worked for any other country to do it that way. What makes you think that it will work here? It will not. Free education, free healthcare cannot work here. We have too many people. It's too big of a country. 350 million people. It's too hard to give everybody a free education, free healthcare, so on and so forth. The money has to come from somewhere. We're already in debt up to our eyeballs. And people don't want to be taxed more. Plain and simple. Our government is controlling us right now by making you stay home using COVID as the reason why you should. So you don't get sick. They're, they're forcing you to be scared and afraid. Stay home. Don't work. You can't make money. You struggle. You're uncomfortable. You're inside. You're going nuts. You just want to get out and talk to somebody, see somebody. People are social beings. They like to be around other people. They like to talk. They like to converse. They like to interact. When you take them out of that and you put them in, solitary confinement, they go crazy. They go nuts. I think the American people have gone nuts right now. I think they are, they've had it. They're tired. They're tired of lockdowns. They're tired of shutdowns. And what happened in Washington at the Capitol building, I think was just, that was, that was the start of it all. That, that was, that was the beginning of the uprising. That was the beginning of, of America saying, I had enough. I think they are really the woke people that said, enough is enough. Like, I see what's going on here. I see the control that the government's trying to take and, and use it against us. Since when was that constitution written, we the government? It's written, we the people of the United States of America. Not we, the government of the United States of America. We have given the government too much power. By allowing them to make their own decisions over the years, they've decided on how much they should pay themselves. Okay? Nancy Pelosi, of all people, $14 million by herself, yet she makes $170,000 a year. And she's worth $14 million. And people, oh, it's book deals and things. Who bought her fucking book? Come on, man. No. I'm going to pull the Joe Biden out. Come on, man. Think about this shit. We have allowed these government officials to totally control. Right down to our local governments, our state and our city. These mayors, these governors, they're the dictators. Pelosi, Schumer. McConnell, they're dictators. They tell you to jump. You don't ask how high, you jump. That's what they want you to fucking do. You listen to us because we know what's right for you. We know what's better for you. You listen to us. What happened to listening to yourselves? Oh, I got the sniffles. Maybe it's just a cold. Today? No, you have COVID. What do you mean? No, I don't. I have the sniffles. You have COVID. You need to be tested. Really? Well, why? So I can get tested, and even if I'm negative, you can tell me I'm positive, and then I got to stay home for 14 days in quarantine, or now seven, whatever. Point of the matter is, how about no? How about I got a cold, I'm going to take some fucking NyQuil, go to sleep, hopefully I, I kill it out. 
listen, if I'm on my deathbed and I feel really fucking bad, really sick, okay, I'll go to the hospital and I'll get checked out. But if you get the sniffles or if you got, oh, I, I have a little bit of a fever, you know what? Just stay home. Don't let anybody know. Just stay the fuck home. Try to work it out a day or two. Hopefully it's just a cold. Hopefully it's just a bug. Maybe it is the flu. But these things still are around, but you don't hear about them no more. And yet people, oh, because we're a lot cleaner, because now we're, we're doing things to, t to make sure we don't get COVID, so we're not getting the flu anymore or, or common cold. Bullshit. I think what I had was just fucking a bug of some sort. I still chew my nails, and that's one of the problems that I have. I'll chew my fucking fingernails and probably contract something that way. Which, if COVID's all over things, I should have had COVID 15 times over, probably, because I chew my nails so fucking bad. So Trump's out. Let's get out of the COVID thing. Trump's out. COVID's still here. You're still locked down. The UK's locked down. So's Canada's locked down. The America, America is not far behind. The United States will be locked down too. Joe Biden already said, if, if, if the officials tell me to lock down, I'm going to lock down. That's, you know what? America, God, God help us. Stand up, wake up. Start to realize that this country is yours. It, it's it, it's it's for the people, by the people. We the people of the United States. Not we the government of the United States of America. Please, do yourselves a favor. Don't let your businesses go under. Anybody who's out there who thinks that small business should stay around, go out and, and you know, if they stay open, whether it's bars, restaurants, little hardware stores, mom, pa, laundry places go out support them give them your clothes you know maybe take your laundry to a laundry mat and, and wash it once or twice help these people out because everybody needs to be helped out we need to get back on track to what this country really is capitalism is a great thing you'd be able to go out and make your own money make as much as you want with nobody telling you that you should have the same amount of money as them and so on and so forth now do, do your thing Okay, I don't care if somebody's rich, somebody's more powerful than me. Well, I care about the power part. If you're rich and you have a lot more money and you drive around a Lamborghini and stuff, I care about the government's power over telling me I can't do things and my freedoms are taken away. That's what I care about. If you have power as in money and, and, and a big business and stuff and you live in a mansion and you deserve it. If you, you made the money, you deserve it. You know, if you swindled the money from the American people, you need to be hung. Um, with that being said, uh, unreal reality, unreal podcast, one one at gmail.com. You can write me, you can, we can talk. I want love, I, I love to talk to people. Um, I haven't gotten an email lately, so I know I don't have a big following either, but please, man, if you actually are listening to me and you like this, push this podcast. I, 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 I want to be heard and I want people to write me so I can talk back and forth and actually have a conversation on my opinions and, and, and the things that I come across. Everything that I give you on here is basically my opinion on so-called facts from different news sources. Now, they can be left-wing, right-wing, so on and so forth. I do watch all platforms. I will watch everything from ABC to Fox News to PBS to listening to podcasts of certain 
different political figures, whether it's right-wing and left-wing, I listen to all. I want to get everybody's knowledge so that way I can give you whatever I know. I can give you whatever, they are so-called facts. Some could be opinions, but I'm going by news sources. So, if I'm wrong, I'm man enough to say, yeah, I'm wrong on that. But from what I have seen, what I've read, what I've watched, I give you my opinion on it. I don't think Trump is totally 100% responsible for it. He has been impeached. He is no longer the president of the United States of America. Well, at least right up until Joe Biden is inaugurated, which I think he will be inaugurated. It'll go through. You heard it here. I think COVID will be gone by May, June latest. It'll it'll be a, like a fart in the wind. Um, I, I can come up with a lot of conspiracy theories for you and tell you things and they may come true. You never know. Like, God, I, I see a lot of things that are going to happen. Um, I could call them out right now and then, you know, you could always backtrack and say, look, he called that out back, back in January and look, it's happening. <sighs> Donald Trump, who knows if he'll even be around in a year from now. Um, it's sad that he can't run again in, in 24. Um, I don't think he was all that bad. I think he's one of the greatest American presidents that have been in my lifetime and in probably anybody's. I mean, he reminds me and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Maybe not his demeanor because nobody liked his demeanor. I didn't even like his demeanor. And that's why a lot of people hate him because they just don't like his demeanor the way he acted. He's a piece of shit the way he talks. But he was one who came out and said, I want to clear the swamp. And he started to actually do it. And he's still doing it today. Let's face the facts, people. Our government is a swamp of fucking swamp rats. Complete swamp rats. And he was clearing them out. And when, if he has the information to put it out there and get it out there, I hope he does on on all these scumbags that are in office. I really hope that he has enough information to maybe put these people also behind bars. Because we don't need that. Term limits need to come for everybody who's in any kind of political office. Four to eight years, you are out. There should not be anybody on fucking the floor of the house that's 85 plus years old. 80 years old. No. Your ideologies are old news. You don't know what the American people need or what anymore. Enough's enough. Get them off the floor. You need some new ideas. Okay. Um, I don't agree with everybody, but, you know, some of them, even their ideologies, as crazy as they might sound, it's it's an ideology that everybody can at least look at and say, hey, yay or nay. Get these people out of office, you know, give them terms. He, like I said, Trump reminds me of, he, I ain't gonna lie, he reminds me of Reagan and he reminds me of JFK. In a way, they both wanted to clear out swamps. We all know what happened to JFK and we know really who did it. Uh, well, anyway, Unreal Reality, Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. Write me. I'd love to hear from you. Um, this was just a quick one. Like I said, I do this on a whim. I do not edit it. And I put it out there for the world to hear. Um, if you like me, hit like. Um, that helps me. Uh, and also tell your friends. Please, 
till next time. Um, I'm hoping to have some guests on here and talk and be able to go back and forth with some people. Um, and who knows, that person could be you. So write me, let me know what you think. And until next time, man, people stay real, stay American, stay patriotic. See ya.